Hey everybody, welcome to the show. Today's topic is who is in charge in your house? So we're going to talk a little bit about, you know, becoming and being the authority figure in the house and the balance of are you their buddy or are you their parent? So let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome to the Sergeant Susie Show, a podcast about mamahood and raising well-behaved children who grow into respected adults. I'm your host, Kelly, and I'm here with my mom and co-host, Susie. Hey, Sergeant Susie, good morning. Good morning. How are you doing today? I'm tired, but we're good. (laughs) That's what happens when you're a mom of a toddler. (laughs) Yes, this is true. So today we're talking about Who's in charge in your house? And I want to preface it with a wonderful quote from a favorite family sitcom, Tim the Toolman Taylor. And he says to his wife, if we're not in charge, then we're just the tallest people living here. And I think that's (laughs) the situation in a lot of households. That does happen. It certainly does. I love that quote. (laughs) So we talk a lot about topics like a couple episodes ago we talked about timeout tactics and you gave some real life examples that i'm just like if the kids are that unruly (laughs) these are other kids that sergeant Susie dealt with and you know helping in the school system if they're that unruly that they need that level of timeout that you can dole out how are you making them take the timeout so we're not just talking about that right it's the idea of when Sergeant Susie says something, she is listened to. So, like, even when we're talking about her Sergeant Susie boot camp, which is back when she had the daycare kids, <laughs> five, you know, five or so daycare kids, and she'd have some pretty bad kids under her watch, and so maybe the first day or two was rough, but the kids learn really quick that you're an authority. How? <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> and you're not being mean. No, no. You're I not. Wasn't. You're not beating them you're not yelling at them you're not you're like fun you're the fun you know they love you still like how are you doing this well thanks for saying that um yeah (laughs) I yeah the kids loved being at our house but there were a lot of rules and I think I've said this before in the podcast I know I've said it um you have to follow through when you say don't you can't do that you can't give them a second chance and a third chance and a fourth chance and and never follow through well don't even give that many chances I mean if you you say don't touch that and then they still reach out and touch it. It's there, time to grab them. There's a consequence, yeah. And it's and it's never nothing, that's, you know, no hitting or anything. It would be a timeout or that toy's taken away or whatever whatever the situation is that was happening. Um, it Everything comes back to being consistent. You need to be consistent. And and as, as you're saying, kids will learn different rules for d- different houses, like what at home they maybe are allowed to do jumping on the couch and being crazy. <laughs> I'll say being crazy because sometimes on Monday mornings there were kids that acted crazy after the weekend at home. But they catch right on to the rules and they knew I was in charge and I and I didn't back down. I was definitely in charge. So um, I don't know. Uh, I can give you an example of when kids don't have any rules and things that happen. Sure. Um. And, and I, I'm thinking it leads to really being hard when they're at school and under authority because they're always you're always no matter what age you are there is going to be an authority a figure so when you're really little it's your parents or your daycare provider your grandparents you know 
Um, when you get older, you have teachers that have to handle you. You know, those kids that are unruly at school were probably unruly at home and never reeled in, most of them. Yeah. And then when you get older in college and you're unruly and you're not disciplined, you're probably going to flunk out because there's nobody telling you to do your homework or nobody saying don't go party all night. Don't, you know, you have to, you have to reel yourself in and be your own authority at that age. Yeah. I'm just going through all the ages real quick for you. And then when you get your first job, you're going to have a boss and there's going to be rules. You got to follow those rules. Even if you run your own business, there's rules through the government of things you have to do. So there's always rules. So I'm going to go back to a house we were in with no rules. We were visiting a friend when the girls were little and the kid, the little boy turned the sprinkler to, to go into the kitchen from the yard into from the, the kitchen. yard into the kitchen so as it went back and forth you know how a sprinkler will do it was shooting into the kitchen and the parents didn't do anything they were letting it sprinkle and were they like unfazed pretty much like nothing was happening and i went out and cut the sprinkler off and cleaned up the water on the floor as the guest as the guest i had never been <laughs> you in there. cleaned as the guest i did well i did i didn't want somebody to slip and fall in the water well, yeah you were caring about us probably more i was than them. and um yeah, it was really weird. And then you guys were running around like in a circle. It was a house that you could run in a circle running. And I kind of put my arm out and said, don't run in the house. And the father corrected me. Well, I don't want to say corrected me. He questioned me and said, why not? And I said, well, you don't run in the house. And he said, but why not? And I said, well, somebody's going to fall down and get hurt or run into something. or, And, and my I just didn't understand why he was questioning what i was saying because we didn't run in our house like that and so sergeant Susie said i said didn't you have any rules <laughs> don't you have any rules and he said no i don't think we have any rules and i will tell you at that point my brain almost exploded well so what do you think about that about no rules yeah and it was hard to comprehend that somebody <laughs> could have no rules at all i mean i was because well, well, how old were we around then well you were well, we didn't move here till you were eight. So after we had made friends, so probably a couple years in at least. You were you were at, you were probably nine. Okay, they were early on friends. But I'm thinking no rules at all. There's not a, a and he's he just but he was just like why you know kind of why would you have rules and I my brain just didn't even understand why would you not have rules my and I went to thinking how do these kids act at school. Yeah. With no rules at home. Or how do they act when they go out to eat? Or, you know, there's just, I mean, I didn't have any mean rules in the house, but, you know, don't color on the walls. That's a rule. I mean, when you think yeah. about it, it's a rule. Don't, I don't know, throw your food on the floor. That's a rule. Mm-hmm. You know, eat your dinner. That's a rule. Clean <laughs> up after yourself. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, when you think about it, there's all kinds of rules. I will throw in it real quick. There was a, one of the daycare kids that I watched, he was the pretty much the only one, well, first one maybe I took in that didn't start as really a little kid. And the first day he tested me big time. He was five, and he did all kinds of things. And we had a little fish pond in the backyard, and one of the first things he did was go over and spit in the fish pond. Yeah, I remember this story. And I had I had already gone over all the different rules with him and stuff, and, and the pond had a, there was a latticework fence between the kids and the, pond and a big rock garden around the other side so they didn't get anywhere near the pond and they could feed the fish through the lattice but he just spit through the lattice into the pond which really I'll say grossed me out <laughs> um and I I told him I said you, you can't do that 
And he said, why not? There's not a rule against it. I said, boy, that was a test. I said, well, there's a rule now. <laughs> so there's all, you know, there should be some kind of rule. I think this parent maybe maybe didn't understand what I meant by rules because there has to be things I would think they correct their kids on, but maybe not if they let them sprinkler into the kitchen. And yeah. So but anyway. it sounds to me like he was 100% his kid's friend. Yes. And while we all want to be our kids' friends, you have to be a parent first. And it's not it's not that your kids don't love you if you're a parent first. I, kids like discipline and safety and knowing the rules. Like, it's a safe place when well, they know. Which immediately makes me think of a pack of dogs, <laughs> which sounds funny. But, <laughs> but there's always a leader. There's a leader, and it allows the rest of the pack to relax and enjoy themselves and feel safe. Yes. Um, because there's someone that's taking care of them and protecting them. You're exactly right. And I would think the parents who are being their kid's buddy, they're probably going to have a tougher time having a bond later in life when their kids become adults. I would think. I, I would think so. Because, again, their kids are just going to be totally, I don't know, berserk. <laughs> Out of control, kind of, yeah. And that makes for a, an adult that's harder to want to be close to like like i would you know we're talking about raising kids in a way that leads them to being respected people and people that are likable and if you grow up with no rules and no boundaries and no consistency you're i would question you being a likable person later in life be a hard person to be around yeah yeah you would never know what to expect from them that's for sure yeah so maybe maybe they outgrow the lack of rules at some point. I don't know because at some point they'll have rules, like I said, from other people, yeah. bosses. And but it, it might be hard to get a job because you might be lax enough that you don't show up for work because nobody made you ever do anything. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's kind of crazy. But you know, you started with the little the little quote from Tim Allen, and I have I don't know who said this, but I heard one time that when a when a telemarketer calls and says, can I speak to the person in charge at your house? You don't want to have to put your three-year-old on the phone. Get back Except to it is quite a funny tactic to get rid of a telemarketer. Yes, it is. But, I mean, because they're in charge, yeah. you wouldn't want to have to put the three-year-old on. So there's a, there's a lot of reasons to be the adult in the family that is in charge and takes care of things. So you're still your kid's friend. You're still spending that quality time with them and loving them and but you're, you're doing this out of love. Yeah. Rules and consistently applied rules leads to you being the authority figure. And what are some of the trickle-down effects of that? Right? Because being, being the authority figure is a job. It's hard. It is. When you're already a tired parent. <laughs> but the trickle-down effects would be that your kids listen to you almost always the first time. Oh, yeah. Life gets easier. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I like I said to you with the daycare kids, they'd come on Monday morning, and there were some of them that for a couple of hours had to get back into the routine of how our house was. So you knew things were kind of wild at home. And I, and I've been at the houses of those kids. This is years ago, and it was wild and chaotic, and everybody's tired and frustrated. Yeah. So order and discipline, kind of, what do I want to say? Gives the house a peace. Yeah. You know, it does. A peaceful home atmosphere, which is what we all want to come home to after a long day of work. That's right. Or a long day of being at home. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Can you imagine if it was wild and crazy the whole time? 
Well, yeah. So, you know, sometimes I'm like, I've had enough, you know, because I just want some adult time or me time. And it's not, oh, my child is amazing. He's so good. But he gets fussy from time to time. And it's probably always my fault. Um, <laughs> not but, always. <laughs> but still, like, you know, um, I forget my train of thought. I think you I was headed adult to time. Needing adult time, yeah. But there was a thought coming after that. My whole list of things. I got the mom brain, people. You said I've had enough. <laughs> My brain is gone had enough right now. It's had enough. You can't come up with it. All right. Oh no. Well, they, but the kids thrive on consistency and um, I'll say discipline. I mean, I, they they um, are they starved for it? Maybe I don't know. I don't know the right wording for that, but mm. they seem they need it. They definitely yeah. need it, and it, it it helps them throughout their life. We know it helps them at school. And if you do good at school, you're going to do good later. Yeah. So, and and you learn, like I said, discipline from different people. If you learn certain set of rules at your parents' house, and hopefully your whole family is fairly consistent. I mean, there are some different rules some places. Um, like you know, you talk about grandparents sometimes being easier. I'm not the easier grandparent because I have Sergeant Susie. I have all these rules. Um, but but. When they go to school, then it's not so hard to have another disciplinarian like the teacher. It's it's not such a shocking thing for them. Yeah, that's a good point. Yep. So, I think I don't know. I I think it's important for the kids, and I will say I've never had the kids not want to be with me because of the discipline. They would hang on me and not want to go home. And yeah, that's an interesting side effect too the the closeness they feel to you, and I would think. Um, probably the more like you're managing them more and I don't want to say micromanaging but it could have been some of that but it also means that you're hovering you're there you're with them you're watching them you're listening to them like you know the rules are being implemented because you as a parent are paying attention to what they're doing which means you're there and you're present with them so it makes me think they're going home to a house where the parents have just checked out like, a house with no rules is a parent that has checked out, kind of. It could be. Now, they could be parents who grew up with no rules, I don't yeah. know, and don't know any different. I mean, you know, that could be. And they could be, when you say, I mean, they could be checked out. Um, or they could be that they've been away from the home for 10 hours, and they got to get the laundry done and get the meal cooked. Yeah. And get the, you know, there's a lot to do, obviously. And when I was daycaring, I'll call it, that was my job. That's what I was doing. It was being with the kids, yeah. you know. Well, and, and listeners, don't be mad at me if I call you a checked out parent. You might be taking it wrong because, yeah, we all have to squeeze in laundry and stuff and right. hand the kids off to the spouse so that we can do, you know, get other things done. Um, when I say checked out parent, I mean like the example Sergeant Susie gave of the household with absolutely no rules ever. Didn't even know what I meant that's by rules. That's what I mean. Like that's right. that's kind of, I think that's irresponsible parenting. Well, You're yeah. not... You're not helping your kids by they're, doing they're that. They're not learning how to be responsible adults. Yep. <laughs> How's that? <laughs> Circling back. Circling back, right. It all comes back to that. It's important. Yep. So, you know, you're there. You, you can be your kid's friend, but it's more important that you are their parent when the time comes. Yes. They need a parent. All right. I think we've talked this topic to the end 
may we fall out, Sergeant Susie. Yes, we may. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much for choosing the Sergeant Susie Show for your entertainment today. We'd like to see you back here for our next episode. Like and subscribe to the Sergeant Susie Show on our various social platforms like Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And tune in for future episodes on your favorite podcast app, including Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and others. Be sure to visit us online at www.sgtsusie.com to dig deeper into our story and to submit your burning questions, which we are eager to feature on the show. Thanks again for joining us, and we look forward to sharing our next episode with you soon. Until then, happy parenting. Please note that the views and opinions expressed by the host and guests of this podcast, The Sergeant Susie Show, are their own and do not reflect the views or opinions of any agency or organization they may work for. This show is for entertainment purposes only and is not intended to provide professional advice and should not be taken as fact or used for commercial purposes.